0: Welcome to episode number 12 of the Khan Wealth Advisory Podcast Series. This is Asif Khan, Wealth Advisor with BMO Private Wealth. Today is Friday, August the 14th. While the Raptors are doing awesome in the bubble, unfortunately the Leafs playing during the summer did not translate into playoff success. This past week was busy as Austin's daughter got married. The young couple looked super cute and happy together. Austin's been moping around as he is light one child. For today's podcast, I will highlight what the BMO Business Activity Index is telling us and introduce a new book that Austin and I have penned. Saul Gutierrez, Senior Economist for BMO Capital Markets, stated, It's most systems go for Canada's economy. Led by big rebounds in work hours, manufacturing shipments, and home sales, BMO's Business Activity Index jumped 9.5% in June, accelerating after a 6% rebound in May. Preliminary data for July, including a hefty 5.3% jump in average hourly earnings, a 1.4 slide in the jobless rate, an 11-point spike in small business confidence, surging house sales and starts, and further gains in credit card spending and the equity market point to a 5% advance in July. This would erase more than two-thirds, about 70%, of the epic 24% plunge in the months of March and April. While not all Canadian businesses are making rapid headway and some haven't survived the crisis, the majority are benefiting from the easing of restrictions on non-essential businesses, release of pent-up consumer demand, and substantial policy support. A supplementary measure of the BMO uh, Business Activity Index that accounts for the public sector suggests that real GDP rose 4.1% in July. Following advances of 77 in June and 4.9% in May, this would leave the index, a proxy for the whole economy, just down about 5% from pre-virus levels in February after tumbling 20% in March and April. So, the bottom line, Canada's economy has made rapid work of unwinding its historic two-month collapse, supported by massive fiscal and monetary stimulus. Unfortunately, a further climb out of this deep hole would prove more grinding due to the tenuous recovery in the global and U.S. economies and ongoing anxiety about the virus. Still, the recovery is going about as well as anyone could have realistically hoped for just a few short months ago. Recently, Austin and I finished a mini-book. We have titled it An Owner's Manual, Advisors Who Guide You to Financial and Personal Happiness. So also for today's episode, I thought I would highlight some of the book with you. If you are not a client and would like a copy, please do let us know by email or other. We will be sending these to our clients in the coming weeks as well. The premise of the book is that we realize clients, when considering retirement and investing, cannot afford a do-over. If you make a mistake, misstep, or innocent oversight, you will have to either postpone your retirement or go back to work. In other words, the best way to be financially healthy is to avoid getting unhealthy. We get involved at the beginning and help people stay financially and personally happy. By reading this owner's manual, you will know 1. What we do, 2. For whom, and 3. How we do it. We believe that clients who read the booklet will better understand where we are coming from and how you can benefit most from working with us. Remember, We will help you do it right based on the fact that we have done it for others for over a combined 50 plus years for clients just like yourself. As Ralph Waldo Emerson stated, the reward of a thing well done is to have done it. We personally believe the booklet has many gems of information. I will highlight one section only. That is our 14 point creed or business philosophy. And here they are. One, we believe in owning investments that we recommend to our clients Two, we believe in diversification of your portfolio and not wandering away from this core approach. Three, we believe in understanding our clients before recommending any investments. Four, we believe in following a financial plan. Five, we believe you, our client, should be concerned mostly about how you are doing, not how the stock market is doing. Six, we believe in recommending a select few investments from the sea of many. 7. We believe a relationship with our clients is a partnership and a long term one at that. 8. We believe in regular communication and prompt attention to clients. 9. We believe in telling clients the unvarnished truth, even if it may be blunt. 10. We believe clients need to have a strong stomach to succeed as investors and not a strong head. 11. We believe in pension style investing and we believe in keeping things simple. 12. We believe in educating our clients. Thirteen, we believe in honesty and regular communication. And last, number fourteen, we believe that clients need a coach who will keep them focused on the long term and enable them to ignore emotions that stock markets, economic forecast, pundit predictions, and constant negative news channels provoke. So to summarize, when one buys a car or electronic gadget, it usually comes with an owner's manual, so that you can fully benefit from all the features of your new purchase. We hope that this owner's manual will allow you to fully benefit and appreciate working with us. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Again, call us for any discussion surrounding your finances and plans. My number is 416-725-9133. Austin's is 416-709-7879. And to close, here is our corny joke of the week. What is round on both sides and high in the middle? Answer, Ohio. This is Asif Khan signing off. Be well and have a great weekend. Hello, are you still listening? This past week was fun for our family. Austin's daughter represented a lot of firsts for us. She was our mother's first grandchild of 11, first to go to school, first to go to university, to do some postgraduate studies, first to start a career, and now the first to get married. She was the first baby that I got to play with and watch grow up. It was also equally enjoyable to watch the kids and the cousins all share in her happy moment and at the same time be sad that their eldest sister, cousin, has started a new chapter in her life. But then watching them talk about the future filled my eyes with joy. They talked about when they all will be married in the future and have kids of their own, that they would not forget the fun that they all had together as cousins living next door to each other. They promised to meet up a few times a year, regardless of where they may be living in the world. I really hope they get to do that. Be well. Talk to you soon.